Hey everyone, I'm Matthew. And I'm Ileana. Welcome to the Armory. This is a place where believers can be encouraged to live for Jesus and make disciples. We want to provide an arsenal of resources that help Christians to be bold in their faith. Our hope is that through this podcast, people will learn to love God's Word and abide in Christ. Thanks for joining. Welcome back to this week's episode of The Armory. We are doing back-to-back episodes. We released an episode last week, and we said we released one a week later. And we're doing it. We're doing it. It's not Tuesday early morning or Tuesday Tuesday night. night. It's coming out Tuesday as scheduled, 6 a.m. This is Monday. We're getting closer and closer to our goal of being ahead of schedule. One day at a time. (laughs) We're not really ahead of schedule. We're on schedule. Yes, but we need to get ahead of schedule in the next couple of weeks because Hopefully. we are six weeks away from your due date, yeah, which means we half, are four actually. weeks away from the be ready zone, two weeks before, two weeks not after. Not going to lie, I'm like in the be ready zone. Yeah, but that's not how it works. <laughs> it's not like, it's not your preference, you know? It's just not no, how, it's not. unfortunately. But we really, we really like duty it's happening get ahead just work just like we prepped a hospital bag we need to prep episodes of the podcast in case you are we are indisposed because those are equally important they are the same equally important is listen we have one child who relies on us who will rely on us but we have hundreds okay calm down (laughs) hundreds of listeners who Mm. are going to be very upset if somebody's upset I've already gotten so many emails that I wouldn't even dare show you. The language is just too Okay, they obviously didn't email the Armory email because that's what I read. I deleted it because I just, I couldn't bear for you to see it. We have hate mail. This is not funny. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Do not send hate mail. (laughs) Matt is joking. Nobody has written us hate mail. No. We have gotten a few really good Instagram messages. Shout out to our Instagram. Yeah, not hate mail though. No, but um, I do really like when people send us messages. Like we've gotten some encouraging things lately of people saying... Some people who, like, we don't know. Yeah, some people, I'm like, who, do you know this person? I'm no. like, no, neither of us know this people person. People that we do not know are starting to listen to the podcast. So. Which is really <laughs> exciting. And they've yeah. said it's, like, really helpful or they've introduced their friends to it. So, yeah, we're out there, fam. Here's the other thing, guys. If you have not been apple picking this season. To, or in your whole this life. This is your sign <laughs> to go do that. I went apple picking, I think, for the first time in my, at least in the past 10 years 15 years maybe i did it when i was younger i'm about to call your mom and ask if i'm sure we did when i was younger but definitely have not been apple picking in the past 15 years i do not have any memory of it that's Mm -hmm. for sure i have a loose memory of maybe having done it but no memory of actually doing it doing it if that makes sense but you had so much fun had a blast we went with two of our friends and we got a ton of apples Made an apple pie, because that's what you do, apparently, when you have 40 apples on your kitchen table. You're we like, still have so many. We still have so many. Probably going to make another pie yeah, or when something. I'm gone this weekend. Yeah. But it was actually really fun. We picked tons of apples. One of the friends with us, his name is Carter. He is about nine, what do you say, nine, ten feet tall? Yeah, close something. To that. Something, close give or take a foot. About the height of he, the Christmas tree. He is so tall, so he yeah. got all the good apples at the top. He was able to get all yeah. the good apples at the top. But it was fun. We had a good time. And be praying for Matt. He has his race this weekend. Yeah, so the reason why Eliana might make a pie, another pie, without me this weekend is because I, my dad and I have been on this journey this year. We it's a journey. Wanted, 
we wanted to do what they call the Spartan trifecta. So if any of you guys have heard of Spartan race or Tough Mudder, same idea. Essentially, it's obstacle course racing in the mountains. And to get a trifecta medal, you have to do three different races of, of three different lengths in one in race. In one year. One, one race One race year. year. So we had from January till this coming December. So, so far we did a fi- our 5K. It's mm-hmm. called the Spartan Sprint. We did it in March in Texas. I was supposed to do that one with you. But then we found out you were pregnant. We hadn't gone to the doctor yet. We decided against it. Yeah. But you could have done it. I probably could. You ran I a lot. You ran some of the portions next to us while you I were I did actually <laughs> run with you guys. You'll do. We do it next year. Yeah. The second race we did is a Spartan Super, which is the one after. It's a 10K. Um, so it's just over six miles. And we did that one in Pennsylvania. Which in is Palmerton. literally terrible. I'm go, sorry. Go on. Apparently. It was just so terrible, I feel like. For, for you. who? For me, I love it. Loved it. No, I know you loved it, but like Nothing that's it known for being. Oh wow! I I would do it again. What do you mean it was terrible? Well, wasn't it just like it was hard? Really hard and hard like, and terrible are two different things. The okay. world needs more hard. Let's let's we're changing the podcast. Let's topic. just say as the two sp- hard things. No, <laughs> as the spouse of you, when you were got done with that, it seemed like you thought it was terrible. <laughs> oh, I mean, in the moment it was terrible, but I, I guess that's what I I'm would say. It can't be that terrible because I would t- I would do it again in a heartbeat. Oh, okay. That's good. It's very hard. One of the hardest things I've ever done. Just imagine running six miles up and down double black diamond ski slopes in That's literally what it is. Like, he's with not sandbags on your back, doing all these crazy rope climbs. It's just intense. It took us hour, a couple hours. If that wasn't enough to finish the trifecta, this Saturday, my dad and I are going to New Jersey to the biggest ski slope. It's where they're hosting it in New Jersey. And we are doing it the Spartan Beast, which is a 21-kilometer race. Which, if you which don't is know, half, half a marathon. It's basically a half marathon. So it's double what we just did. And it's going to be brutal. Ileana and my mom and my none of those people are coming. It's just my dad just flying by himself, picking me up. We're driving up the coast. So everybody also pray that baby does not come this weekend while I'm home alone. Yeah. but No, just kidding. That's not a concern. But. That's why Ileana, long story short, that is why Ileana might be making a pie by herself. And I'm long not story be short, here. pray for Matthew yes. and his dad. Pray that we do not, when we shatter records on this race, that mm. we do not be filled with so much pride that it mm. eats us alive. I pray that we would just be humble. I hope you get a record. Yeah, probably. Hey, yeah, I, is, I, we're getting a record. Slowest, a sl- slowest course time in history. Well, if you've never done something before that, before, before listen. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> if you've never done something before, Every time that's I, how you get a PR. I'm gonna PR no matter what because I've never exactly <laughs> never done it. My dad and I's philosophy for these races: we train for them, and, and we don't like we're not like coming in last or anything. Like we actually place really well for our age group. Like we've been training. Yeah, you do. But our our we, we do this for fun. We want to do this as a father-son duo type thing. And our, our motto is, we're just going to finish. And baby Holly can do it with you someday. Yeah. They have kids once. Sorry, guys. We are, like, really not hey, listen, getting in. We'll find out if our viewership drops off, if uh, this was a, a mistake well, talking also, about like, our lives and apples for six minutes. I think also me and you haven't sat down together a lot today to talk about, like, how our day was. So yeah, sometimes... Was <laughs> good. Okay. Well, <laughs> so sometimes we, like... Today we're I feel like honesty. We're, no, we're just... So sometimes on the podcast, I feel like me and you just enjoy talking to each other too. And that's why we talk Listen, so much about things. There's enough podcasts where people of great intellect are spewing facts that no one cares about. If people, I'm guessing people who are still listening to this podcast probably like the dynamic of the podcast a little. It's a little bit of both. Yeah, it has to be. Sorry for those who don't know us. You're getting to know us really well. Maybe they don't like it. and Maybe they're just, everyone's fast forwarding 
to minute well, seven thirty. The podcast we like, we'll give them another shout out. Becoming something, the one we listened to this morning together. They were talking about that. They asked people, like they asked the listeners, "Do you guys like when we do this in the beginning, where we just talk about something random?" Yeah, well, this is definitely the longest we've ever just talked randomly. Yeah, but it's fun. Anyway, would you like? I to think we need. Our topic? I think we need a boundary here. Oh. Just kidding. So today we are talking about setting appropriate boundaries in relationships, period. Now this is friendships, acquaintances, marriages, dating relationships, general idea. We're not going to talk about, just to make it, in case you're waiting for this hook, we're going to make it clear. We're not talking about like in a dating relationship, how do you maintain a boundary of like purity? That's right. a great, important topic, but that's not what we're talking about. That's today. like a whole different thing that would take. This is would need more time. Yeah, this is a whole. This is this. Is the goal of this episode is to talk about setting boundaries in your life because each person has probably at least five areas of their life where they either do have or need to have boundaries with different people, different relationships, different spheres. So this definitely applies to everyone. You don't have to be married. You don't have to be dating. You don't have to have friends. You don't even have to have coworkers necessarily for this to apply to you. That's lonely. Yeah, that's a lonely life. Maybe you need some boundaries. I don't know. So we're talking about setting appropriate boundaries and what that looks like. That's what we're kind of talking about today. So. Yeah, that's awesome. So first I think we should talk about why we need boundaries. Like, yeah, we'll kind of talk about more about like what's appropriate mm-hmm. as a boundary. But why do we even need them in the first place? I think one thing that's important to consider is... If we don't have boundaries, we're not going to guard our time well. Um, people don't really understand this until it, it might take. It took me a while to understand this, and some people don't get this. But time is your most precious commodity. Mm. You will never, ever, 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 ever continue to say ever for ten more minutes. Get more time, mm-hmm. and you don't have the same amount of time as everyone else. Everyone has the same amount of time in a day, right? We all have twenty-four hours. We all have seven days a week but we're all going to die at a different point in our lives. Everyone has a limited amount of time. And so the thing that's important for people to understand is that boundaries are important because you do need to, to guard your time. Obviously that doesn't mean we're trying to be selfish with our time and stingy with our time. Like as Christians, we know we're called to serve others. Like the fact that we would give time to someone else mm-hmm. is the, one of the most sacrificial things. Like yeah. I can get more money. Like I can work a little harder and gain a little more money to make up for some money that I gave away to someone, right? That's, you know, maybe if I'm donating money to a charity, that's that's certainly sacrificial. But there's nothing really more sacrificial in terms of what I can do than sacrificing my time for right. someone else. So that's one of the reasons why boundaries is super important. We need to guard our time. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. Another one I think is it helps protect our ourselves and protects our sanity. Um, if you, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, I think, Mm -hmm. but if we just go from thing to thing to thing, if we say yes to everything, we will be utterly overwhelmed. We will never have a moment of peace. We'll never have a moment of rest. People will take advantage of the fact that Mm -hmm. we say yes to everything and not even because they're trying to be like malicious. People are just like, oh man, so-and-so is always available. They're always saying yes. And they think that's awesome. Which it is. It's a good thing for them. Mm-hmm. And they're not trying like, oh, let's... N- n- people aren't necessarily like, oh, Ileana's just... She's a sucker. I know we can get her to do this. Right. That's not necessarily how people are thinking about no. things. But if you do not protect your time... Or sorry, if you do not... If there is not boundaries in, in relationships you have, um, it won't go well for your sanity. You won't protect yourself. Yeah, I think too, like... I think there's a lot of people, especially in church culture, that lean that way. So like, I'm just thinking about myself as my example. And... Um, 
I think sometimes we say this is like a good quality and it is, but at our own expense or the expense of um, people. So I'll also introduce our next reason we need boundaries, not only to protect our own sanity, but also to protect others Mm -hmm. or the people around us, like our family or other relationships that we're in. And the reason I think that's important too is kind of because of that. Like we, um, like I would say I am somebody who naturally likes helping other people. Yeah. So like that's a pretty big characteristic of me. So if you're looking at Enneagram or any sort of personality testing, I'm always going to place high right on like helping others or serving others or putting others' needs before my own. Is any of that bad? No. Like I would say that's a biblical quality. But if that becomes the main thing in my life, at the expense of maybe my own family, like time with you as my spouse, all of these things, right? Mm-hmm. That gets in the place of my work. Yeah. <clears throat> then I'm not doing that where I'm protecting my own time. Yeah. And there's a word for sanity. that. Or phrases. Oh. Hyphenated or something. What? You know the word? What I you don't just know described. what you're referring to. What you just described. You said it's a good thing to, it's biblical to be servant, but then when you do things at the expense of other things, there's a word for that. It is. Self-control? No. Oh. You Self- know this word. Well, I don't know what you're trying to get me to say. People. Oh. Pleaser. Oh, yes. I do know this word. If you're a people <laughs> pleaser. I do know this word. <laughs> Sorry, that was inappropriate. I was, he was purposely st- taking a stab at my wife because she knows that at her worst, yeah. she is a chronic people pleaser. Oh, absolutely. I don't think you were trying to take a stab no, at me. No, I wasn't to trying to be mean. But. No, that was funny. So <laughs> um, thank you for apologizing, though, on in public. Yeah, as long, um, as, as, long as the people know. No, but <laughs> you're right. So, like, I think there's a lot of people in the church. So even Self-control like, not bad, though, too. Yeah, anyway, self-control. People-pleasing. But <laughs> there's a lot of people in the church. Also, if you take things like the Enneagram or Myers-Briggs, my personality type is the most popular personality type out of the whole, all the people in the world. So most, I don't know why She's that's She's the best. No, I'm, I'm not saying. I know. What I'm saying is there's something innately in like us you. that want to help others. Like yeah. That's an innate human quality that I think is God-given. Mm-hmm. However, that can be a really big problem Yeah. when you're trying to figure out how to do this in your life well and how to help others well still Yeah. doing what God's called you to do. Yeah, and it's, it's funny that you say that because it's amazing how we could take something so inherently... God-centered, like service, right, and turn it into something that's just not good. Well, and that's really what it is, <laughs> like right? It's my own or, pride. Like we'll, at the heart of yeah. people pleasing, is that's a whole different topic. For sure. At the heart of people pleasing is me wanting to maybe be the center of attention, or me being prideful, or yeah, whatever. Shout out to all my people pleasers. That was for you. <laughs> Hopefully, you're listening. So one of the things we want to do, as always on this podcast, is always provide resources for you guys, things to help you grow in your faith. Um, and one of the things we love is the website godquestions.org. And I think it has a really good um, article that we'll clip in the show notes talking about a little more of like a biblical perspective on boundaries because mm-hmm. that's obviously why we're here first and foremost. We want to provide that biblical perspective because that's the worldview through which we do things as believers. So I want to read to our just, last podcast episode. So what did you say? Listen to our last podcast oh, episode. I thought you said except for our podcast. I was like, don't we just do a podcast on the gospel? I, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Am I forgetting a podcast? Um, so I just want to read you a couple of paragraphs from this article. The article is much longer. I encourage you guys to read it. Um, it goes into a lot more depth on a lot of things. But this is what it said. This is how it starts. It says, a boundary is a dividing line. In geography, a boundary is that which marks the end of one property or jurisdiction and the beginning of another. In interpersonal relationships, a boundary is what divides one person from another. 
so that each can have separate identities, responsibilities, and privileges. A boundary creates necessary space between individuals. Healthy boundaries define expectations and show respect for others. Biblically speaking, boundaries are related to self-control. The Bible commands us to control ourselves. We were just talking about this. Mm -hmm. Whereas our human nature desires to control others. And it cites Titus 2.12 where it says, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions, Mm. to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. If left unchecked, our natural desires run roughshod over others. Personal boundaries help to limit our selfish inclination to control or manipulate others. Mm. Likewise, boundaries protect us from those who have no self-control. That's good. And who wish to control us. A person with clear, healthy boundaries communicates to others what is and is not permissible, That's saying, good. in effect, this is my jurisdiction and you have no right to interfere. That's just a little bit from this article. We're going to clip it so you can read the rest of it. It's very good. I just I didn't even read that before that. That's really good. Yeah, I kind of just pulled that up without even run to buy you it was my bad no that's good but no, i thought, I thought awesome. it kind of spoke in a sense to what we're trying to say with a more biblical frame of mind and you can tell that um it's almost some of that didn't even sound biblical right away but that's right. because the world has taken from the bible like right <laughs> we gotta we gotta remember that like the bible is not just this document that gets inserted into culture where it sounds good it's the most it's almost always the other way around so Obviously, we kind of looked a little bit about why we need boundaries and kind of a more biblical mindset for why it's important, not just for us, uh, but for others. But I think another thing that's important to understand is that boundaries just help us in in every aspect of our lives to keep us from, to use a popular term today, burning out. Right. Um, This this can manifest in in so many ways. If you Mm. think about someone in business, if you are trying to climb that corporate ladder, and listen, there's nothing wrong necessarily with doing that. And you were just getting task after task handed to you because people, you know, you're good at your job and you take on things and people are accepting that. Mm-hmm. And you just say yes to everything, 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 everything. You will get to a point when you have two choices. One, you have to stop. Or two, you have to take a shortcut to get to the next spot. And that will be detrimental to your right. life. Um, think about ministry. You know, we're in, we're in forms of ministry. I'm pastoral ministry. Eliana's in a Christian ministry. She works for a school. She's a counselor. Um, if we say yes to everything that comes across our plate, we will burn out. We will become exhausted. We will become, which makes us ineffective. Um, and I think that's one of the. I, Warren Buffett, I think he's the one who said this. The difference, and this is you know, this is a worldly take, but the principle is the same. The difference between successful people and very successful people is that very successful people say no to almost everything. Mm. And when you think about how many things come across your plate in life, someone asking you to do something, something very simple to much bigger tasks, you have to almost live in a world where you say no to most things. Yeah, That sounds really counter biblical when we're thinking, what about serving? We're trying to do all these things. That's not what I'm talking about. But if we were to really like, if we were to take a journal Mm -hmm. entry for the week, and just look at what am I? What is someone asking me to do? What is where is my time being uh, bartered? Where do people want me here and here? And if we said yes to everything, we'd realize there would physically be no time. So I think that's something important to understand. I think too, like just to give another example, I'm thinking about like a lot of moms, yeah, who maybe don't do something outside of the house for work too. Like as a mom, I can imagine that it's easy to 
no like when i'm saying no to something it's allowing you to say yes to something else for your family yeah so like maybe you're not in corporate maybe you're not in like a formal occupation but even like there's all these memes right about how there's these moms who do it all and like have it all together they're the ones who are fully dressed with their makeup and outfit ready in the dismissal line or the drop-off line for school right they made all the cupcakes for the birthday the night before they did this or this or this right and it's like maybe sometimes you have to say no to one thing so that you can be there for your kids or you don't necessarily have all the ability to do all of those things all the time right so yeah. like i think like you said right what is it that quote that you just said by warren buffett i would just say something similar like when you say no to something in your life it allows you to say yes to something else that god probably is helping yeah. you do that's more important that's a better quote that's Ileana holly original quote me <laughs> just kidding um and I kind of we just talked about this in, in a sense but boundaries allow us to do things with excellence mm-hmm. um if we commit to doing everything, we are going to do things poorly. Mm-hmm. If I have 10 things on my plate yeah, and I, I only have the capacity, yeah, you, just, you did just say this. If I only have the capacity to do eight things well and I have 10 things on my plate, things are going to suffer. So our intentions about doing more, doing more, getting more done because we think that's better is not necessarily going to turn out the way we thought it was because we're actually putting not our best effort forward. That does a disservice to uh, to us um, and, and our reputation. It does a disservice to others, those we're trying to serve. It does a disservice to our Christian witness because we're called to do all things with excellence and glorify mm. God with everything That's we do. Good. And if we are that Christian who is in that office setting, maybe we're the only believer and everyone knows you're a Christian. And man, John takes on a lot of work, but he does it really bad. Mm. Like that doesn't look good for a testimony for Christ. Yeah. I don't think people really understand that. But... We talked about burnout. We talked about excellence. Um, I think those things are really important. But I think it's also important to distinguish between appropriate and inappropriate boundaries. Yeah, that's good. In a sense. Um, I think of a lot of different categories. Like we talked about, you know, this isn't just for a certain type of person. Boundaries need to be put up in friendships, uh, marriage and dating, work life, ministry. When I think of friendships, there's there's certain boundaries that you would put on a friend that you probably wouldn't put on your spouse. Mm. There's certain things that are appropriate or certain boundaries that are probably inappropriate. Like it would be inappropriate for me to tell Ileana, for example, Hey, from 10 to 10 AM to 6 PM, I'm just not going to be available to talk to you because (laughs) I just have to prioritize my friendship with so-and-so I'm going to be at work. Don't text me. If you have something going on, like I'll get back to you later. Like that's just in the nature of the work that I do, uh, that would be inappropriate thing for me to put on Eliana. Um, the biggest thing I see and my dad tried to drill this into my head for so long and I did not get it until later in life, later life. Like I'm so old. I, I got it. I understood it a little too late is the idea of having boundaries that are different in dating than in marriage. Mm-hmm. My dad would often say things like um, that having that sort of boundary in your dating relationship, you have, you're acting like you're married yeah. and that's an inappropriate thing to do. Like it would be inappropriate for me if I was dating Ileana and we weren't married to, to have some type of boundary that only married couples should have because... Can you try and think of an example or maybe we can try and think of an example of this? Yeah, so... 
here's an example. Here's so I'll give you an example. I'll go back to the friendship thing. If I was to tell my good friend John, "Hey John, I can't talk. I can't um, like do these things with you as a friend anymore because I need to pr- prioritize my relationship yeah, yeah, with yeah. Ileana." Um, there's a certain level where that's probably unhealthy mm-hmm. because I'm not in a marriage with you in this scenario. I'm in a dating relationship. Yeah. Like we are, we're trying to get to know each other better. We're trying to honor the Lord in our relationship. You, if anything, like I should be inviting my friends into our relationship so that we right. can all grow together. Um, and we didn't do this perfectly either. Like, I don't no. think, I'm just like, I don't want people to think, oh, Matt and Ellie dated perfectly. Like we definitely could have done better at things. But like, I think that's a good point yeah. is like same for girls too, right? Like yeah. if I'm telling all of my girlfriends when I get a boyfriend, like, oh, I can no longer hang out with you because I need to hang out with him tonight. Yeah. Like, or like every night of the week is our date night, yeah. right? Like, oh, that's bad. Like, I think <laughs> yeah. Like your friends should be invited into things. If and, that's your, the nature of your relationship, yeah. you need to get married. <laughs> like, meaning like yeah. you, that, that should be a marriage type relationship. Maybe you're not mature enough to get married if that's the mindset you have. That's the mindset of, of a, if not even a married couple because married couples prioritize. Yeah, things. by the way, if you're dating someone and you are like, oh, we have a date night every night. Okay, your expectations for marriage are not going to be good. Let me just tell you that because you do not. Yeah, literally, guys, Ileana, before we start this podcast, she cut a piece of pie for herself, and then she <laughs> put the pie away, basically, <laughs> while I was standing there. She didn't even ask if I wanted the pie. Marriage is just not all that it seems, okay? Oh, my gosh. I thought I'd be coming home every day to freshly baked pie, and let me tell you, one, the pie's a day old, and two, she didn't even <laughs> offer me a slice. So, <laughs> guys, so funny. I'm just kidding. But here's another example, and this one's probably going to sting. Uh, dating relationships, uh, you're significant other your boyfriend or girlfriend doesn't ha- doesn't deserve unrestricted access to your phone I was to your text messages i was gonna bring that up and then i didn't know what you would say it would about be it. it would be com- <laughs> it would be appropriate it would be completely okay for you to say uh no you don't need to look at my phone because one we're not married if you if we have a trust issue thing we can deal with that and we could talk about dating on a whole nother plane but that's a like for example iliana has access to my phone she has access to passwords to my computer or whatever yeah. she wants to get on my phone she can um, but that's not the same expectation for a couple who's dating. And here, wait, I just want to add something. Cause I agree with you. Add something. Here's another perspective. That's exactly 100% true in my opinion. Also, if there, like you said, if there are trust issues there, instead of as women like to do, just going behind your boyfriend's back to maybe look through their phone when they're not paying attention, instead of doing that, Maybe what the Lord is calling you to do is have a hard conversation. Yeah. And so I think there were times in our dating relationship where stuff like that did come up. Maybe where not you didn't necessarily do anything. I just, from my background, have a hard time trusting men or trusting people in general. And so I knew that it was worth it for me in the long run to just have a conversation with you and say, Hey, yeah. this makes me nervous. Or, Hey, I'm just freaking out about this for no reason. Can we talk about that? And so there are ways to still work through that without having to, like with having healthy boundaries, there are still ways to work through those hard things. So. Yeah. There's just certain things that are not going to, they're not, all boundaries are not going to be across the board. There's most yeah. certainly inappropriate boundaries um, for a couple who's married to put up as well yeah. as there's inappropriate boundaries for a couple who's dating to put up. Friends, the same or, way, yeah, yeah friendships, um, I think of, work 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 life balance you know i think we talk about this with people a lot um there's people we talk about this with someone on sunday there's people yeah. who come up to a certain individual 
and they're trying oh, yeah. to do work. And I'm like, well, I know we know at each church. other. I know we know each other at church. We're friends, but like, this is our time to be worshiping, fellowshipping with one another. Like, come to the office Monday. We'll get work done. Like, they they handled the situation really well. Um, that boundary is necessary, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's situations where I think I think people oftentimes, especially in the in the workforce, think if I say no to something, that's going to cost me whatever mm-hmm. the promotion. It's going to cost me um, a seat at the table, whatever you want to mm-hmm. say. Um, but I think you'd be surprised if you have a, someone who's over you in authority, a leader or yeah. a boss who really knows the work you're doing and you say, Hey, I can't do that right now because of all these things piling up. And if I do that, or if I do add that to my plate, these things are going to suffer. Or if I take that work home, my relationship with my wife and my kids right. is going to suffer. And that's the most important thing to me. And if go ahead, I was going to say the, the person who rewards that behavior and the person who honors that mindset is the person you want to be working for. Um, and that's a healthy perspective of boundaries. And I think too, like, I don't know why I feel like I'm being like a negative person or coming in with all these, like, but also this perspectives, but we're friends with a lot of people who I would say are in like first responders, right. Or first responding like occupation. So we are friends with a lot of like police officers, people in the medical field. Right. And there's a different, role that they play mm-hmm. in certain areas of their life so if they know that they're working that day right like we were just getting lunch with someone who the husband's a police officer right and he was maybe going to come to lunch and then something came up an emergency at work where he wasn't able to join us yeah. right and so there are certain things like that where it's like okay part of him choosing that job was knowing there's some boundaries that are already set for him. Yeah. Right. And so, or like people who are high surgeons, right. I know we have like people in the medical field that listen to this podcast. If you're one of the only surgeons in the area where you work and you get a call, you have an obligation as part of your job to go do that thing. Yeah. Maybe that means you miss a kid's soccer game or something. Right. Yeah. I don't know what that's like because we don't live those occupations, but I can imagine that your work-life balance, if you're in one of those occupations, is even more important to have healthy boundaries set up in the areas where you can because your job may require more of you. Yeah, and that's the whole idea of, okay, so maybe there's some stricter, maybe there's some boundaries that can't be set up in work. Right. But that means I'm going to have to set up some more boundaries with friends. Right. Or in other areas of my life because I need to prioritize the things that matter. If you're thinking about our own life, like I can say no to preaching on Sunday. Like mm-hmm. if Pastor Wally was like, hey, can you preach this Sunday? I'm like, I can't preach this Sunday because of X, Y, Z. He's like, okay, great. Like if you, you try to give me an opportunity, maybe we'll push it back a couple weeks. Or mm-hmm. so someone not too long ago is like, hey, would you mind teaching this thing for oh, yeah. this this one day? And I'm like, hey, I can't do that. Um, I'm just too busy right now. Some things you can't say no to. Like so-and-so's in the hospital. We need you to come. Like, okay, right. I kind of have to drop almost anything <laughs> and yeah. go do that because that's part of my job. So... It's, it's, it's that part of the thing of finding that balance. Um, but as Christians, we, we have a better word for balance. We don't just strive for a balance between two things. Like one, when I think of balance, a lot of times we're like, oh, good and bad. We're trying to find a balance. Like, no, we're trying to, we're striving for holiness. Yeah. Um, and that's the, the Christian mindset. And so how, what does it look like to have a job like a police officer who has very strict requirements, mm-hmm. but they want to honor their wife and they want right. to honor their kids? Like some, maybe that means they've chosen a career where, they're going to have to say no to going out with the friends every weekend or something like that right. where someone else might have different freedoms. So it, it's definitely not a cookie cutter, one size fits all no. um, solution. 
Well, and I'm realizing, too, as we're talking about this, I'm thinking, like, really what this might call you guys to do, and we'll talk about our challenge in a sec, like, in a little bit, but what this might be calling you guys to do is to have a conversation. So maybe it's a conversation with a boss where you have to reevaluate maybe some boundaries. Maybe it's a conversation with your wife or your husband where you can ask them, like, hey, is there something I could set up for a boundary at work or with my friends that would be more helpful to you in our relationship yeah right could we just really quick matt could you lay out for us like um tiers of importance as far as boundaries in our life so we keep saying like we keep mentioning like our spouse and our family is most important can you just go through maybe a list for us like what's the most important to least important yeah well, let's see. I probably won't. I probably won't have every category in here. But if we're just as a Christian, we're trying yeah. to think about what is the most important thing in life is a relationship with Jesus Christ, your relationship with the Lord. It's like if my time with the Lord is the most important thing, mm-hmm. um, that's going to have priority. My second most important thing is going to be my time with you, your spouse. Um, yeah. Spouse. My third and upcoming most important thing is going to be my time with my children, mm-hmm. our child. So we have this idea of family. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be more important than work. Um, for me, work is kind of tied in with another level of importance for believers is Ministry. church, right? So like we have, as Christians, we have something really cool because we have like, f- people have family, people have friends, um, but not everyone has godly church community, mm-hmm. um, which I would argue is more important I would. This is gonna. This is. This sounds weird. This sounds bad. But I think biblically, you can make a case for this. I would say your church family is more important than your unsaved family in terms yeah. of your sphere of influence. I agree. And I think I got that from Eric. your dad or something. Eric. Yeah. Pastor Eric at Harvest That's Fremont. In a sermon. Just preached, okay, I was just he just I preached like I, about it when we were there. I, like, I feel like I got that from yeah. Harvest Fremont. Shout out to Eric. He doesn't listen to this podcast. But <laughs> we can maybe link that sermon though. Oh, we should. Um, but. That's where I was like, I, where did I hear this from? I'm trying to rack my brain. Yeah, from. which actually, this is kind of the first time I had thought about that. But yeah. you're, to repeat what Matt said, your church community is more important in your sphere of influence or what you're responsible for than unsaved members of your immediate, or than your biological family. Yeah, because yeah. we are living for a different kingdom and we live for a different king. Um, the world lives for the world. We live for Jesus Christ. And so that is certainly more important. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going down the list and you're looking at this list and if you, if you should, if you were to sit down at your table and make this list, if you are putting down, what's the most important thing? And it's my job is at the top. I don't, doesn't really matter if you're a believer or non-believer. Um, the that's not correct. Right. The answer is wrong. Even if you're not a Christian, the answer is family. Yeah. Like that's the most important thing for you. Um, so Boundaries are important, but we need to really first look at how do we prioritize the most important circles of our life mm-hmm. and make those boundaries. Yeah, because um, without that, I mean, we're really, really going to be lost. Yeah, and I think too, we didn't even talk about this really yet, but boundaries, as far as right, you said the re- our relationship with the Lord is the most important. So a boundary that maybe I think a lot of people don't have set up in their life is time set aside with the Lord every yeah. day or as much as you can, right? And so for Matt and I, part of that means if we see each other reading their Bible in the morning, I don't do very good at this. But if I see you reading your Bible or if you see me reading our my Bible, I don't talk to you and interrupt you during that time. So like we wait until one of us is 
done or until we're both done before we're talking to each other about the day or whatever. And like I said, I don't think we always do that perfectly, but Mm -hmm. so maybe setting up boundaries like that too. Yeah. And Ileana will have a much better day as my wife. If I have a much better day spending time with the Lord. Yeah. She would much rather have the Matt needed an hour uninterrupted time with Jesus Mm -hmm. version of me than the Matt cut it short so I could, I don't know do whatever talk about whatever talk about yeah. something on instagram you yeah. know um so that's a whole other, do the word all together <laughs> that's a whole other conversation no that's good. but one of the things we love doing as we said and we think is really important which is kind of the why this podcast exists is to provide resources and mm-hmm. i feel like we have a couple more resources besides got questions besides that sermon we're probably going to link mm-hmm. and i think Eliana has a couple of them yeah so I know a lot of people in our at our college at Moody read this series, um, like different books called Boundaries. And Boundaries is basically a series of books, and it's by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. First, just a disclaimer, I have not read these books. So I've skimmed through the regular one on Boundaries, um, but they also have one on marriage that I have not read. I had, there's one on dating that I skimmed through when we started dating. And then they have one on kids. I think they have one on teens. So... They are believers. So in the book, like the very beginning of the book, it talks about biblical boundaries, why it's important. However, I haven't read enough of the book to be able to say the whole book is saturated in scripture or influenced by scripture. So I don't know. So take that with a grain of salt, but... Use your best judgment. Use your best judgment. But things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. As Christians, by the way, side tangent, the Holy Spirit is guiding you to use discernment even when you're reading things that are not written by believers or if no. you written things that are written by believers. Yeah. If you just take your favorite pastor, author, whatever, um, in the Christian world and everything they come out with as a book form, article form, and you just take it as truth, like you are being a fool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's good. Like I'll just give an example because most people know who he is. Very popular evangelical pastor, John Piper. A lot of people love him. He's he writes a lot very, of material. Writes a ton of material. Very passionate, um, about his faith. And personally love, love what he says. But if I'm not like looking at what he's saying and checking the verses he's putting up and like actually seeing if it aligns with God's word, and maybe then even I'm just sometimes then I'm, disagreeing. Yeah. Then I'm not being fed yeah. by the word of God. I'm being fed by John Piper. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, you know, the hope is that John Piper is, uh, you know, we imitate John Piper as he's imitating Christ. You know, that's what Paul says. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. Um, so that's the hope, right? It's like, Oh, that's good. Um, it's from the Bible. Yeah. Paul says that. <laughs> yeah. Paul, yeah that, that was not an original. Um, the hope is that we can do that. Right. But side tangent, discern everything, everything from a Christian worldview, read through things, be serious yeah, about what good. you're reading. Um, don't just let things, don't take, take things at face value. Cause that's one, you're not going to grow. And two, really easy to be led astray. Yeah. So that series, okay. Written by two people who do I think love the Lord? I just don't know more about the book, but they have audiobooks as well. So it's literally just called Boundaries. Okay. They probably have a um, website we can link. I think they do have so a website. So you can find all their resources. And then they have workbooks too that you can do along oh. with the book. I think this book workbooks. is done well in small groups, if I'm gotcha. remembering correctly, I think. Okay. Um, and then also, we talked about it a little bit at the beginning. The, our favorite podcast becoming something. Well, second favorite podcast. Is ours number one? A third very podcast. No, I'm just kidding. What's our, what's, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay. Becoming Something with Jonathan Bacluda. Um, they, I just looked on there. Literally, I just typed in like boundaries, becoming something. And like five different episodes came up of not necessarily things with boundaries in the title, but like mm-hmm. how far is too far in dating. So physical boundaries of dating, which we said we're not even going to try and tackle on this podcast. 
Um, yeah. They talk about things like work. I'm pretty sure they have things similar to that sermon that we're going to link where they talk about like what's most important in your life. Like where should family talk about? I know last Christmas they came out with an episode about how to talk to like your family, especially mm-hmm. around holidays. So maybe that's a good one yeah. to listen to coming up. But um, I would just search through some of their episodes if you are like looking for more resources. Um, they get released every week so and they've been doing it for a while. So plenty of different videos there. Yeah. I think that was kind of all my resources. Do you, or did you think of anything while we were talking? No, I mean, definitely that sermon, but I think we, I think this, this episode in particular is probably one where we have a lot of resources to offer you guys. Yeah. And there's a lot out there. Um, even the world writes yeah. plenty of things about boundaries. Yeah, if you even Google the word boundaries, cause I did that when I was looking for their books, literally so many other books come up that, yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, it's kind of overwhelming. And if the world thinks this is an important issue, um, yeah. then, you know, and we know the Bible speaks on it. How much more should Christians be talking about it? But right, we need to do what scripture's saying, where we need to reframe our thinking, right? To not be of this world. So that's why, like, we started with the God questions. Like, this isn't just boundaries. This is like self-control that mm-hmm. God talks about. This mm-hmm. is a holiness issue, not a yeah. something else. So, yeah. Um, all right. Should we do a challenge? Yeah, what's the challenge? So this challenge... Did we do a challenge last week? No, we didn't. Okay, so we're back in the challenge grind. <laughs> no, we, last week was short and simple. Okay. So this week, <laughs> challenge, it's called something called start, stop, and continue. So some of you guys may have heard this before. Maybe you've done it at a work or school exercise or something. But start, stop, and continue. It's basically just what it sounds like. You're going to choose something to start to stop, or to continue doing. So so specifically, this helps with boundaries because when you're thinking of, okay, what's something I need to start doing? Maybe what's something you need to start doing to prioritize your first relationship, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to start having a conversation with someone to say, hey, honey, like how can I create boundaries outside of our marriage that can help our marriage flourish? Um, So Mm -hmm. what's something you need to start doing? Stop. That one should be pretty clear too. What's something you need to stop doing? So we talked a lot about right saying no to things so that you can well do things with excellence, right? Yeah. Saying no to something allows you to say yes to do things with excellence basically. So what's something you need to stop doing in your life? Maybe it's you are a volunteer this or a part-time this and maybe you or maybe you go out with the guys every weekend or something i'm speaking from a female perspective because that's my clearly perspective, no, just but <laughs> sorry if that's rude that's just i am a woman so i guess that <laughs> why should i laugh when i said i am a woman i was uh, thinking of that video anyways <laughs> i'll explain later anyways so start stop and you can tell we're hitting the 45 minute mark are we oh, not quite oh. <laughs> start stop and then continue <laughs> what's something you're currently doing that you can keep doing that's yeah. creating maybe a healthy boundary for you so like in my life with you, Matthew, what's something I can keep doing? I can keep prioritizing reading the word before I hang out with you for the day um, or something like that. So start, stop, and continue. Write it out too. Yeah. Like put it somewhere so you remember it. Mm-hmm. Ask your spouse. Ask a friend. Yeah. You should be surprised how many people around you have a little bit of better perspective on what's oh, going on gosh. in your life. Yeah, we you should do. talk about that a whole episode too. We could. So we hope this was encouraging for you guys. We really hope that you get this idea and understand that even though we live in this go, 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 do, do, do culture, that the best way um, to to be more productive, to be more effective, to be more useful, not just in your different areas of life, but for the kingdom, 
is not necessarily always taking on more. Sometimes mm-hmm. it means we have to sit back, say no, set up some boundaries so that we can be effective where we're called to be. Mm-hmm. So we hope this was encouraging for you guys. We hope you look through those resources. Yeah. And our goal is to have maybe an episode or two pre-recorded before two weeks from now. Maybe. So that we can be a little bit ahead. I'm going to go get you a piece of pie. Oh, yeah. we got to get some pie. All right. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Bye.